0: Hello! Welcome to Gamari's Place. I hope you're having a wonderful day, evening, night, or whatever time you're listening to this podcast. Come in, make yourself comfortable, and let's talk about my summer hobbies. Alright, so today's topic is actually inspired by my best friend. She just recently did a podcast on on her podcast, Grace Grow, and she basically did a summer reflection podcast. But within the podcast, she was talking about new songs that she recently discovered, new TV shows that she recently discovered, etc etc and so that kind of inspired me to kind of like talk about all of the different hobbies that I kind of like either picked up this summer or that I maintained this summer so on and so forth and so that's what this podcast is going to be about I have a whole bunch of categories and we're basically just going to go through them and see what was I doing in summer 2021 also I need to add another thing to the list, which is, I'm writing it right now. Okay. Alrighty. So, let's get started. So, the first thing that I kind of, like, got into this summer um, was... Picking up a language and I wrote this on my summer bucket list. I said that I wanted to really practice sign language and I started off really consistent like I was really in it. I was doing my thing with it like I found this one YouTuber online she like did like a 30-day course so I was following that 30-day course but then I fell off at some point um and then also I was just immersing myself within the community right of sign language of sign language speakers so on and so forth and so I would like watch videos of like couples who one is hearing one is deaf and so I would be able to like basically follow what the, the captions were saying and I could also pick up on the hand movements and stuff like that and then I would just watch various of YouTube videos and so while I wasn't fairly consistent with it for the time that I was very consistent with it I was I really enjoyed it and it's something that I want to continue to do I just have to keep the consistency because while I'm doing it I love learning it because first of all the language is really beautiful for me I think that it can be easy to learn because there's a lot of other things that kind of go along with learning just the hand movements. It's, it's the facial expression. It's how sometimes when I'm learning like certain, you know, words in sign lo- language, the hand gestures that go along with it, it literally makes sense. And I think that is so cool about how like connecting the gesturing to that and the fact that it's its own language separate from... You know, the English language, for instance, like it has its own sentence structure and its own, you know, verb usage and et cetera, et cetera. Right. And so all of that is all of the things that I'm really like. I don't know. I'm intrigued by it. I really enjoy it and I really admire the language. Like I really love it. You know how people say like Latin is a beautiful language. They say Spanish is a beautiful language. French is a beautiful language. I think that sign language is a beautiful language and it's something that I want to eventually get better at doing. Um, But one of the things that kind of stood out that I've never done before because I've practiced sign language before and I would like you know, use it throughout my day, learn some of the signs and whatnot. And I would use it throughout the day. I would try to immerse myself and that was really helpful. But what I did this time when I was um, studying again, I found worship music. I didn't even know that they did this, but like a lot of people post um, basically the sign language to worship music. So I learned the song called... I believe it's called like Psalms 23, I Am Not Alone. And so I learned that whole song and I still know a good amount of it right now just from like when, when did I start like late June, early July. So I still know a good amount, but I would have to like refresh myself. But that was super fun to be able to like worship God, but then also learn a new language. So that was the first thing that I did towards the, beginning of my second half of the summer because like i said in my other summer reflection podcast i felt like my summer was split up into two sections the first half of june it was basically just all school and i took a mini a session so it was very fast paced it was very much a heavy workload but then once i finished that class in june i had the rest of july and the rest of the early part of August to really kind of just do whatever um, I wanted to do. So that's when my personal time of college really kicked up. So towards the end of this summer, literally just this morning, I'm not gonna hold y'all like I just really been doing this no I literally woke up this morning and I don't know what got on my head but I said let me just look up Haitian Creole on YouTube because at first when I would look for it I wouldn't find a lot of videos that were like structured and really geared towards teaching haitian creole like there's a lot of videos for spanish like there's a whole bunch for spanish there's a good amount for french um there's not many for um like japanese because at one point i was learning japanese ohio which is good morning and it's not even morning town time but anyways there was a couple of videos but still not as mass but so anyways I felt like there wasn't a lot of videos that were really geared towards you learning Haitian Creole but today when I looked it up I found this one lady who had like a really short like crash course so I watched the first video of it and I really enjoyed it and then she had like a printout right um that was in a description box so i ended up como se dice printing that out so that's something that i want to definitely um continue to learn obviously because it's not my native language but it's my dad's native language you know what i mean like i'm half haitian and so i would like to know and learn haitian creole because it's just so cool to be able to tap into that part of my background that part of what kind of like contributes to my identity to who I am right so that was really fun a couple of things that I learned about Haitian Creole this morning was that one there are no conjugations in the language so it makes it really like learner friendly because you don't have to like change the verb depending on what personal pronoun you're using like it's literally the same verb goes with every single personal pronoun and um I learned like some of the basic words Okay, so <laughs> I wish y'all could see me so y'all could see why I was pausing. Because I was about to give y'all a little snip-snip of what I learned today. But at the same time, like, my accent is not good, like, whatsoever. So if you are a, como se like, say, Creole speaker, do not come for me, okay? Because I am learning, all right? Um. But so some of the things that I learned. Say, for instance, if I want to say I, I would say mué, right? I, mué. Um, you would be, ooh, they would be, let's see if I remembered, they would be yo, which is kind of like Spanish, but Spanish is I, I believe for yo, but in Creole, yo is they, right? New is either we or you all, and then Lee is he, she, or it. So those are the personal pronouns that are used in Creole. So it's when I, then there is new, which is we or you all. There is li, which is he, she, it. And then there is yo, which is they, right? And then there are like certain, I guess, marker verbs that tell you when something happens. So say for instance, if you're talking about the presents, you the present, you would say ap. If you're talking about the past, you would say te or ti. I can't remember which one. I think it's like te. And then if it is conditional, like you would or whatever, that would be, I can't remember, Opti- is it? I don't know. I can't remember which one the conditional one is. But I know that for if there is, if something is negative, like you want to say, don't, you would say, pa so say for instance i want to say i don't speak creole right i would say when papa le creole when papa le Creole" means i don't speak creole and so those are just a couple of things that i learned today a couple of the verbs that i learned today is like manger which is eat or like escri which is write, which kind of sounds like escribe from spanish so that like i can relate those together or like "compran," i think it was what is it "Compran," comprend comprend i think that's how you pronounce it. But it means learn. And then, what else? Mache, walk. Anyways, I'm not going to hold y'all too long. So, those are the couple of things that I learned just from this morning. And so, if I learn how to build the vocabulary, I say all of this to say, if I just learn a lot of the vocabularies, right, the vocabulary words and what I, and whatnot, I can basically speak the language, like, map vini, whenever my daddy called me today, and he said, come here, Mari, I would say map vini, which means I'm coming, like, y'all don't even play with me, like, I'm a Ha like, I'm a Creole speaker now, like, don't even play with me, I, I basically speak Creole now, like, don't, wait, y'all just, hmm, I'm, a, I'm on my road, I'm on the journey to becoming a real Haitian, because, you know, back in the days, when I was in the learning establishments and whatnot, um, in the primary learning establishments certain como se say fool Haitians if you will people who grew up learning Creole they would call me a fake Haitian and like low-key it kind of hurt my feelings but at the same time like I get it but at the same time like it didn't really hurt my feelings but at the same time I'm like I'ma show y'all so rue the day for all the people who said that I was a fake Haitian I'm on my journey to becoming a real Haitian just watch just watch Just another side note that I want to just say about that with like immigrant parents and then having like first generation kids that are in that are American, right? They're born in America. I hear this all the time, it's a common theme. Kids, parents will immigrate to America, right? From whatever their native country, it'll be a Caribbean country, wherever, however. Or, you know, a Latin country, whoever, however, they will immigrate to America and have kids in America, not teach their kids the native language, and then tease their kids for not knowing the native language. Make it make sense to me. Make it make sense to me. How was we supposed to know the native language when we're not in the native land? You come from the native land. You speak the native language. Why you ain't teach me? How you gonna try to play me and you didn't teach me? Like, play yourself. Laugh at yourself. Right. 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 Make it make sense. So that's just a side note that I want to say. Like, that's something that kind of like, like, just behooves me. It does. It does. It behooves me. And it's not becoming. It's not becoming. I'm going to tell you that right now. Immigrant parents. It's not becoming for you to teach your child for something that you didn't teach them. Moving on. So those are the languages that I picked up this summer. Hello. Editing Kamari here. I just wanted to stop in and to como city say um clarify some things that I say. Because I always listen back to my podcast before I upload it. Um, I recognize that I said two words wrong. And I wanted to como City say correct myself. So, the word that means learn in Creole is called apran. Apran, I think. I don't think I'm supposed to roll my R's. Apran. And then the word that means right is ekri. Not escribe or escribe, ecree. So those are the two words that I wanted to clarify. I don't know if I said any of the other words wrong. Obviously, the accent is not there. But yeah, Apron ecree, learn, write. Anyways, carry on back to normal programming. Hold on, I got to unlock my phone to come on to say, okay, here we go. (laughs) Back to normal programming enjoy guys I want this to go so fast so I'm gonna try not to like drag it out too long so the next hobby that I picked up I had started embroidery I don't remember when I started it but I saw it on not Instagram but YouTube I saw this lady she was doing embroidery it seemed like a really easy hobby to pick up like it was fairly simple it didn't seem technical so my mom being the collector slash clean hoarder right Porter with a purpose, if you will. <laughs> My mom being that lady that just has everything, she already had embroidery like um, like yarn or the string or whatever that you use, right? So I didn't even have to go and really invest too much. I just had to go to Hobby Lobby, get a ring. It was like $1.25 and some needles. And then I was good to go, literally. And what I did was, <clears throat> if you want to try it, what I did was I went to Hobby Lobby and In, like, the bandana section, I got a couple of neutral bandanas. And that's what I used as my fabric because it was only, like, 99 cents or 50 cents or something like that. And I just wanted to try out, so that's the fabric that I use for a beginner because you don't need high quality if, first of all, it's going to look crazy. And, second of all, you don't know if you're going to stick to it. So, I picked up embroidery again and I finished this, um project that I had going on and at first I was going to do like a rose a different type of flower but then that didn't work out so I looked up how to do um the stitch for a sunflower and um it turned out pretty cute for like being a beginner so I'm proud of myself so that's something that I decided to do just the other day I kind of like picked it back up I started this project a while ago and I hadn't finished it because of June being such a like hectic month so let's talk about the next thing that I do. So this is something that I've been wanting to share with y'all for forever. It's nothing like significant at all. It's just something that I really enjoy doing and I wanted to share like why I enjoy it. So excuse me. Excuse me. So one of the things that I really enjoy doing, like a, I guess you can call it a hobby, is I like exploring and learning about different subcultures. And so what I mean about that is like certain things that like, it's a way of life for a lot of people or is it something that people are accustomed to, but I know nothing about it. And I love kind of like looking into their lives and seeing like, oh, what is this? How does this go? da 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 so on and so forth. So towards the beginning of the summer, I don't know how this happened. I think it was because it kept popping up on my, on my feed. Simone Biles kept popping up on my on my feed, so I ended up watching her gymnastics like competitions. You know the competitions. I forgot what it's called, like the state champions or something like that, that you compete in to go to the Olympics. So I was watching those right. And then, since I watched one video, you know how YouTube is. They recommend you more and more and more. And so, I found myself in a gymnastics chokehold, y'all. I mean, everything in my feed was gymnastics. Like, it was nothing. Nothing can get through but gymnastics. And I was eating it up. (laughs) didn't want to but at the same time I was interested so just learning small stuff like how they call like you know when they like land right and you like stick it and then they put their hands up and it looks like a you know you know like the fingernail emoji where you put your hands up like that so that's called presenting right and then I was learning like the scoreboard and how I think if you're a gymnastics person or you know about gymnastics, what I was learning from observing, because I don't, I can't ask these people these things, which probably I should just start using the comment sections more because a lot of people in the comment sections like they know about the sport. They follow the sport. They know the rules. They know the customs, da, 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 so on and so forth. But from my observation, something that I thought that was cool that I like that I found out about it or whatever is that I think that. The gymnasts, right? They have one routine that they do at almost every single competition. Because I was wondering why the commentators knew what the gymnast was going to do before they did it. They were like, oh, like she's about to do this. Como se dice? This sequence or whatever or this number. I forgot what they called it. But she's like, we're gonna do this sequence next, and that she would. Then they would say, oh, she was supposed to do this, and then they would name the move or whatever. But I guess it was too, you know, risky, so she opted out. And I'm like, how y'all know what she gonna do before she do it, like? And so I think they have the same routine, and then they like submitted i guess but anyways i was so into gymnastics i was watching video after video gymnast after gymnast watching a documentary here watching documentary there like i was just in it next thing now i just recently found this last night tennis Tennis, and I've been wanting to play tennis, so that's why I looked up how to play tennis. And then now I'm watching tennis and learning, like, the customs and things about, like, how tennis works. And so deuce, you call it a deuce when, like, you're you're tied, right? And then I guess you have to, like, you're two for two or whatever, so you need two more points to win, if I'm not mistaken. So they call that a deuce. And then the backhand and the forehand and there's techniques. I love learning about stuff that I don't know nothing about. Or say, for instance, other subcultures that I love. Skating is so cool. Like My best friend, my other best friend, Manny, he skates like all of his family skates. It's like a thing that they all do. And I love that, especially when I watch Black people skate. Because it's not really like a subculture with set customs. But again, if you grew up in a community, like in certain areas where everybody skates, it's like a thing that y'all do. And then there's certain dance moves that they have and just certain moves and I'm like, I wanna know like more. Or say for instance, I love watching HBCU band, like their majorette dancers, their dancing dolls and whatnot. And when I'm looking at the comments, like people really take it like serious in a sense. Like they're really enamored by the technique. Like there's a whole bunch of stuff that goes into it. It's not just them getting out on the floor and dancing. Like it's it's something that goes along with it. And I I can tell that there's history behind it. And I would be so interested to find out more about, like, the founding the founding dancers, I guess you can call them. You know what I mean? Or, like, stump and shake cheerleading, where it's basically usually a black sport that black cheerleaders do. And so just the deep voice and then the way that they stomp and the way that they be shaking. Like... I love that stuff. So anyways, I'm not going to be that horse no longer. So those are some of the stuff that I've been loving watching on YouTube, as well as like cooking channels, watching people make vegan food, watching people make food in general, like all of that kind of stuff I like. Okay, let's talk about my favorite YouTubers since we're over here. Let me go to my subscriptions. So my favorite YouTubers right now at the moment, like people that I wait to tune into like every week when they upload I'm interested in seeing what they you know what they're putting out Octavia B Young Lady Bit excuse me Young Lady Business Tara Michelle those are like my top three YouTubers that I watch consistently every week like when they upload also Mia Maples too I really love Mia Maples I'm not gonna go into why I like them I like (laughs) Octavia Not me saying I'm not going to go into why I like them and then try to go into why I like them. I'm going to briefly go into why I like them. Octavia B is because her aesthetic is similar to my aesthetic. Like, her way of just operating is similar to how I want to operate. Like, she's kind of like a role model for me. Like, when I grow up, I want to be similar like i want to have a similar vibe to octavia b. she's jamaican which i love. she lives in new jersey. her aesthetic is just very like elegant, kind of like neutral. not bougie black woman but bougie black woman. like it's like the elegant vibe. you know what i mean and i love that. like it's just clean, it's effortless. going to coffee shops, love that. young lady business. i love her because she does a lot of diy's. um I love her I found her when she first got her house and it's like a fixer-upper so I've been watching her like follow her life while she's you know fixing up the house and doing all these different projects and that's why she keeps me there because she's so cool she's so down to earth that's why I love her okay moving on Tara Michelle I started watching Tara Michelle when she first bought her house in California. And then after she finished doing all of the updates and stuff like that and that new stage of her life, I kind of got bored with her content. But then I came back to check on her and then she ended up moving back to Canada because she's from Toronto. She ended up moving back to Canada since the lockdown and all of her family was across the country or in a literal another country. So she was like, it's time for me to kind of like, I guess replant her roots back in her hometown and so that's what she did so I've been following her new journey thus far I'm just really interested the type of content that I like to watch on YouTube is watching YouTubers who are doing something new in their life like they're starting a new chapter they're going to a new school they're getting a new house they're going to you know something new that they're exploring that's what I like to watch Anyways, so those are my favorite YouTubers. Also, honorable mentions is, um, as told by Kenya. I just love her energy. Sometimes she be doing a lot and some of the topics that she talks about, I'm not really into. But at the same time, I do love her. These are, I'm about to go into commentary channels. So, as told by um, Kenya, also Amanda BB the same I love her but sometimes her energy is just too high and she goes to the capital too strong for me and I'm like okay Amanda okay we didn't really have to say that like we didn't have to go that hard for this topic and so sometimes that can be too much for me but overall I love like, the energy that she gives. I mean, and then a new YouTuber that I just recently found was this girl. I think her name is King Cora. I think that's what her name is on YouTube. Again. Oh, my gosh, guys. I'm so sorry if I screamed in your ear. I looked up King Cora, and I saw a cobra. Oh, my god. Jumped out of my skin, y'all! I could not do it. Oh my gosh! Ooh, (laughs) I did not like that. I don't. I don't believe in that. Like, (laughs) I don't like it. Okay. Anyways, I looked up King Cora. I can't look it up. Her name is yeah, King Cora, but with a K, not a C. Because if you look it up with a C, you might see a cobra. Don't look it up with a C. King Cora. K O R Y. I mean, K O R A. Anyways, I just recently found her. I used to watch her content, but I wasn't really interested in it. But she just started this new series called Death to Self. And I was absolutely here for it because i love seeing people who again kind of reflect me so she's going through this new journey right reoccurring thing she's going on this new journey of basically committing herself to christ and kind of just trying to live a life that kind of follows him and reflects him and so she's dying to herself by you know just doing away with all of the things that she used to do in her past and basically making her life um basically a tool of worship to God and so I've been so into just watching like the day-to-day and all that kind of stuff and just hearing the rawness of it like you know with the struggles of like huh I said that I was gonna do this and then I didn't do it and I should have had this and that but then also seeing the growth that she's you know coming along with like I'm so here for that so I highly recommend King Cora with a K not a C because you don't want to see no Cobra <sighs> okay <laughs> Let's do music, my top music, my summer playlist of 2021. I think that going forth, anytime I think about summer 2021, I'm going to think about certain songs. Like, and this is what Hannah said in her podcast. She said, like, this is going to be, like, the playlist of the summer. And she was talking about EMOC, which I have to give it to her. I didn't want to give it to her, (laughs) but... I don't know why I didn't want to give it to her. I can give it to her. Hannah really didn't put me on. She really did. Because sometimes we don't have the same music taste. Like, our music taste kind of overlaps in certain areas. But it's like a Venn diagram where most of the stuff is on her side. And then most of my taste is on my side. But then there's a certain, like, gray area where it does overlap. And I'm like, oh, I can vibe with this. I didn't think I would. But it's good. So Emok is one of those people. I love a couscous. And then I listened to you the other day. Because at first... I listened to the snippet and I didn't really like it because he was doing all the acoustics and clapping and stuff towards the end. And I usually like a heavy bass in my music. Like I want to hear electronic music, I think is what it's called. I want to hear the instruments, right? But he does a lot of his music by like harmonizing and vocalizing in the backgrounds. Like that's the harmony in his song, which is cool. But I'm just used to instruments. That's what I really look for. Anyway, so Emak Akouskous, super good. Um, honestly, I haven't found any new music over the summer that just like hits. It's kind of just been old music. But the new music that I found was like Emak Akouskous, Pink Pantress, Break It Off, um, Where'd All the Time Go by Mr. Dog. But at the same time, a lot of these songs that I'm repeating, um, that I'm saying, I don't repeat them over and over. Like, I'm not running to listen to this, except for Emaka Couscous. I like A Long Walk by Jill Scott. I just found that song. Um, I guess a song that I started listening to heavy, but that wasn't the summer. It was more so spring, which was Filet Mignon by Cosmo Pike. Let's go to my Lady Worship playlist because that's where i've recently been finding a lot more songs so i have more to say about that where is my playlist where is my playlist where is my playlist okay here we go okay so top songs that i've been loving over the summer that have been replaying in my head left right everywhere so Allie Page pretty much everything from Allie Page but the top ones that I've just recently discovered and that I love the top ones is Closer Than a Friend by Allie Page Enough for Me How Much You Love in Places those are my top four from her that are at the top of my playlist that I listen to all the time I am rescued in Moflow music but really I am rescued I've been really loving his music. It's so good. My favorite song from him is lay, But the one that I just recently found out, which was literally just like two days ago when I went to New Life and they were playing this before the service started, was this song called Blue Collar. I love it. As I said in my last podcast, it makes me want to Vogue. And then I just found this song this morning when I was outside jump roping. I saw this song called Thunderball. And I kind of like the vibe of it. Um... So those are my top songs of the summer. But when I think about the summer, what am I going to think about? When I think about the summer, I'm going to think about a couscous, Allie Page, I Am Rescued. I'm going to think about Jesus Don't Cry. Let me show you an indie song. Because I at one point, I was listening to indie music and a lot, like um, instrumental music, which is really good. Oh, let me share with you guys my instrumental playlist so sometimes when i like do a devotional i tend to like to listen to like instrumental music in the background and lately i've been liking to listen to stuff that's like indie or like hip-hop soul like things in those area right and so Lately, what I've been doing is when I do a devotional and I listen to Como say these instrumental songs, it can happen either two ways. I'll just try to make a song to God that kind of goes along with the melody. And so then it'll be like an original song by me, but it'll be produced by whoever uploaded it. Usually a lot of the stuff that I listen to um, from instrumental music is Wes Pendleton his instrumental beats are so good like he's a really good producer and then the other people that i like is jonathan ogden and e jones rooftop summer that's the rap that i made to god (laughs) based on psalms 139 i like that beat for the psalms 139 like i highly recommend if you know how to rap and you know how to find a flow Please let me know, not me rapping right now, but anyways, please let me know because I want to hear somebody put Psalms 139 to that beat, which is called Rooftop Summer by E. Jones. Like, I'm telling you right now, it goes. I know that that, I know that that instrumental goes with Psalms 139. I know, I know because I did the rap to God first. Like, I did it first, so I know, but I want somebody to do it better. Anyways, I'm doing too much, I'm doing too much. So, anyways. I'll make a like an original song or sometimes I'll like look at the name of the song and then it'll like influence me to make like lyrics or something that kind of goes along with it. So one of the songs that I made was like found that really inspired me to make a poem slash reading that was entitled because you found me or obedience like that'll influence like what I pray about. So that's been really cool. That's all that I'll say about that. The last two sections that I have is we're going to talk about TV shows and then we'll talk about the other one. So anyways, TV shows that I've been really into this summer. I have to say that back in the days, I used to watch a lot of TV. Now, not so much. I've just started getting back into it and I'm kind of excited. But at the same time, like I just don't so have the time. But at the beginning of the summer when I was walk- when I was doing school, I fell into this routine where... I would basically like go to class, da 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 do my homework and then towards the nighttime like I would put on scrubs because I found I downloaded prime video and so that's is that's what's influencing a lot of like the shows and like why I was watching a lot of T V. So I started watching Scrubs and it was like a nice, cute, funny show. There's obviously a lot of things that I could do without, but for the most part it's a solid show. It's funny, it's It's a good show to just kind of like play in the background like I like it. So that was a really funny show to watch, but I haven't really finished it. And I was so far along and I remember watching Scrubs a while ago and I never finished it. Then I picked back up and started again and I got super far. I think I was like on season five and then I just still didn't finish it. But there's a lot of like funny parts in the show. You know what I mean? Like there's something about it that's like a solid, you know, nature to it. The next show that I've watched in its entirety thus far, which is Chicago Med, I binge watched that, I talked about it, it's in one of the, like, one of the podcasts that I did a while ago, I think I said, like, Chicago Med, and then I said something else, like, it's two of them, I did one when I talked about the show, and then like just in general when I went through all the characters and then I did another podcast that talked about one of the things that I just specifically loved about the show which was the diversity of representation so that's like a key word to find out what I have to say about Chicago men then I went then I binge watched The Chosen I started The Chosen a while ago and then I fell off and I will tell you why I fell off it's because the show is a slow show but it is so good and you just have to give it time so like like Hannah said in her podcast, I definitely agree with her. I think that you, once you get to like episode five in the first Season that's when it becomes get begins to like pick up because the first episodes of season one is basically like laying down the groundwork, you're getting to know the characters and how they're using the characters and how they're kind of like setting up the plot. It's a lot of setting up, but then once you get to like episode five, I think it was either five or six for me, it was the episode where. Um, where Jesus healed the lame man and they put him through the roof. That was where it was like, oh my gosh, this is such a good show. I have to keep watching. And then I watched season two. It was so beautiful. I'll talk about this in another um in another episode because I want to dedicate an episode to the chosen. Okay, I don't know why I watched this show. I'm gonna tell y'all this right now. Like it's so not good for my conscience. Good girls. Again, it's a show that I watched like a while ago and I just started picking it back up and. I don't know why I picked it back up, y'all. We're just going to have to wait for the Holy Spirit to tell me that it's no more for you, Kamari. And then that's when I'll lay it down, lay my soul to sleep. But, um, yeah, girl. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Moving on, girl. So, that's it. I watched the iCarly reboot. It's a cute show. It's not doing a lot. Like, it gives, but it doesn't give. Like, okay, no. It was this one girl. I forgot what YouTuber. I also kind of watch her, too. Um, But I forgot her name. But she said this one-liner. So I probably reboot. It doesn't give, but it doesn't take away. It's just neutral. It's nah, you know. I watched a Gossip Girl reboot. It was not good for my conscience. So I said I'm not gonna watch it anymore. So um, that's that on TV shows. TV shows that I want to watch that just came out, which Outer Banks season two of Outer Banks came out. I watched season one of Outer Banks. I loved it i love i loved outer bank season one like it was everything it was adventure it was saying intriguing it was entertaining it had me on the edge of my feet cliffhangers left and right okay it was drama it was, it was it was it was it was here there and it was everywhere okay i loved the show but then i watched episode of season one right or episode one of season two and it was just not giving what was supposed to be gave, And I don't know if it was because like time has come by and I'm just not as passionate about it before. Like if I've grown, I don't know what's happening. But I'm going to give it another chance. But I was not like really reeled in with the first episode of season two. So that's why I haven't really finished it thus far. Because season one, I finished that in one day. I started it doing my nails at night and I basically binged basically all of it and then I finished it. The next morning and then i was done and it was crazy i was sad then the love is blind follow-up i want to check in on them because one of my favorite couples which is cameron and lauren like i love them so much and so i just want to like watch it for them and see what's going on with them um and then the last hobby that i had this summer which was just hanging out with friends i think that this summer is the most that i've ever hung out with friends just like doing a lot like This summer is the first summer that I've been making, like, plans. Like, every time I turn around, we're doing something. I'm like, ooh, you know what I mean? (laughs) Um, But I've really been enjoying it. Just kind of, like, having that freedom to just make plans and go ahead and build friendships and stuff like that. Like, since the beginning of the summer, I have went on a picnic. I went on church, Como say Field Trips, because I went to church with Hannah on one Sunday. So, I visited her church. And then we went to go and eat, um what do you call it tropical smoothie afterwards but then before that we went laser tagging with her and her siblings which was so fun I would do that again and we went to go eat tropical smoothie after that tropical smoothie is me and Hannah's place at this point and there's a running joke that she hates the interior design of tropical smoothie and I just have to love it because I have to be defiant against her so I I just have to bat for tropical smoothie I can't I can't join her and the Comon City say, "Hey, train for a tropical smoothie interior design." And I get everything that she's saying. Don't let her. Don't let her know that I told y'all this. Don't don't tell her that I told y'all this. I understand everything that she's saying. The interior design is not cohesive whatsoever, like at all. It's horrible. It, and I understand. I agree with everything that she's saying. But because she said it, I have to be defiant. Like I have to go to the other side and go to the Capitol. Against her. I just have to. So (laughs) that's what's going to happen. Anyway, so we went to Tropical Smoothie. Cool, cool, cool. Then after that, I went to a Wednesday service with Jasmine just the other day. And then after that, we're going to celebrate Jasmine's birthday. And so it's just a lot going on. It's just here, there, everywhere. But I'm just so here for it because once the fall starts, I'm going to be up in my house. I'm not going to be doing nothing. I'm going to be at school and doing SGA and doing peer mentoring. And so it was good to have this time to, like, spend with friends. I don't want to hold you guys long because I've been trying to really practice on not taking the, the podcast super long. Like, I was supposed to cut it off at 35, but it's okay. I hope you guys enjoyed me talking about my hobbies and talking about all the things that I enjoyed doing this summer. And um, I hope that you guys, you know... We'll have the, a great rest of your season, whatever season you're in, whether it's summer, spring, winter, fall. Whatever season, I hope you make the most of it, make the best of it. Just do what needs to be done. As always, my friends, peace, positivity, productivity, prosperity, and a God-sent perspective to you and everyone you know. And until next time, bye!